lead her every day, living for messy action. This is the Lifestyle Leadership Podcast for women who want to be the best version of themselves while making an impact. And who are willing to take messy and perfect action to get there. I'm Jordan. And I'm Dr. Tay. And we are here to guide and empower you to lead yourself every day. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. We are so glad to be back with you again today. Today, we're going to talk about what does leading yourself look like? So last week, we really identified that basically, if you're listening to this podcast, you are a leader and you impact people. And so what does that look like? And what's your next step? Be sure to go back to the previous episode if you haven't listened to that yet, because I think we really dove in. Um, So I think that can be helpful context for this. Although if you're like, no, 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 I want to just listen to this one, go for it. We will totally make it still make sense. That's right. So last episode, we had a guest co-host, Mason. Um, He is back today. We little behind the scenes, we actually batch these. We film them back to back and record them back to back because we are busy and we find carving out one time in our schedule is best. And so if you didn't hear last episode, Mason was home. Remind me why he was home again, Jordan. The tummy bug is going through school. Fun. (laughs) Not. (laughs) Okay. So the most important thing that you can do as a leader is this. Okay. It is to lead yourself first. You cannot lead other people impactfully and achieve your purpose and help them achieve their purpose without first leading yourself. And like we talked about in the last episode, this can be a business. It can be a bunko night, but it can be your family. I mean, there's so many different avenues, but leading yourself first is what we're going to talk about here. Just as a reminder, anything shared on our episodes are not clinical advice. Please talk to a qualified mental health professional if you are needing more support. Yeah, and that looks different for everyone. I think a lot of times there are kind of more ones you hear on repeat that seem to be really good for growth and for self-care and pouring into you. But just know we're going to both give examples right now of what we do, but Just because that's what we figured out doesn't mean that's exactly what's going to work for you. So there is some trial and error in understanding what does leading yourself first look like, but maybe you can get inspired by some of our ideas. Jordan, why don't you start us off first with sharing what leading yourself looks like? Sure. So leading myself personally for me is self-improvement, prioritizing that, you know, I have two kids, so I have to wake up early if I want any me time, but that's so important in setting my day. So early morning me time that consists of reading. It consists of my devotion, prayer, getting into my Bible, exercising. Um, Some other things throughout my day would be like trying to eat right. Lately, I have really been working on breathing and not trying to think about so many things at one time, practicing mindfulness. And then of course, like solid health foundations, non-negotiables, drinking my water, taking my supplements, um, and then allowing myself to have hobbies that don't include work. So things like gardening and cooking, that would be like my 360 view of where I feel filled and leading myself. Yeah. And before I dive into mine, I just want to point something out. So Jordan said, I've been working on breathing and that's the really cool thing of this podcast is like, as we are, there's some behind the scenes where we brainstorm topics, we go through them and we're having conversations. And one of those conversations was, you know, Jordan, 
Jordan's trying to do a million things. She's got a really, really busy life. And what was so cool is the other day on Instagram stories, she literally posted, I'm learning just to do one thing at a time and slow down. And it's just so cool to see that change. And so we're learning with you. We're growing with you. And we hope that, you know, little things here and there inspire you. So for me, um, I'm like completely opposite of Jordan. So I also don't have kids. So I think this makes a huge difference. I am not an early morning person. So, you know, leading myself first involves sleeping in because I am a night owl. And so some of it is, I know for me that I, I I need to still make sure I get my eight hours. So I am not up at 5 a.m. That is just not me. And I've learned what does work for me. But during the day, I need to fit in working out. I also do meditation and visualization. I sometimes do journaling, particularly. That's not always a routine thing for me. But when I really need to get things out, I'll journal or I will brain dump. Also, attending things like masterminds really helps me. And one of the biggest things I think that's so huge for me is intentional rest. Being willing, especially on the weekend. Like during the week, I'm go, go, go. Like I'm juggling a lot too with multiple businesses and a full-time job. And so I have to give myself permission on the weekend just to rest. Other things is like doing my makeup daily. I notice a huge shift in my mood when I take those three to five minutes, getting out in nature, walking with my dog, that type of thing, although nature in the city. But, um, and then the last thing is, I really love simplicity in those non-priorities. So what do I mean by that? I love outsourcing things. Like I, and I, I'm, I'm fortunate I'm able to do this. I hate cleaning. I hate deep cleaning. So I will, for example, I'll hire someone once a month to come into my home to do deep cleaning or I order takeout. I don't love cooking. So those are things for me that I'm like, okay, I don't enjoy this. And one of the ways that I can lead myself first is spending time doing the things that I want to do and that I feel make an impact. Yeah. And again, we just want to reiterate that this is what it looks like for us. It doesn't have to be what it looks like for you, but I think that what you would find if you like really peel back, you know, the working out and the getting ready, why is that important? Like, why do we do that? I would say we both know that we operate better and we put our best foot forward when we like feel and look our best. And so really at the core of every different example that we have throughout our day are some underlying principles of what leading yourself does look like taking care of yourself, continuously growing, resting, you know, those are important pillars of, and foundations of leading yourself. So I think it's really important to also pause and have this caveat of how do we balance this, right? Because it really is up to us as individual leaders and humans to identify and know our own boundaries um, and understand that there's like no right or wrong way to be leading yourself first. Absolutely. And I even think I say this a lot about working out. I love working out. Jordan actually really enjoys working out or at least does. I I guess I shouldn't assume. I do enjoy it. 
Okay. But not everyone does. And sometimes you hear, oh, you got to work out as part of leading yourself first. But it really what it comes down to is moving your body in some way and whatever that looks like. It doesn't have to be like a high intensity interval training workout, or Jordan and I both really love riding the Peloton. Like it doesn't have to look like that. And so you get to decide you're in the driver's seat of what truly kind of makes you feel your best. I think that's something important to remember. Yeah. And being honest too, like Oreos make me feel my best. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Dog food makes me feel my best, but it really doesn't. Right. And there's that balance between temporary satisfaction and like foundational what's truth in the long term. You know, so in balancing it, we talked a little bit about social media and like how we post our, you know, Peloton rides on Instagram, but social media influence can be huge, but you have to know your boundaries with what other people are preaching to you. A good example of this is um, I once heard like I operate based on who I am and not how I feel. And what I took away from that is, okay, when I wake up at 530 in the morning, I do not feel like I'm going to jump out of this bed. I'm going to get on that Peloton. Like I'm so excited. No, that's not how I feel. I'm dragging myself out of bed, but I really focus on who I am. I am a person that prioritizes myself, my growth and my health, but there's also an element of this. That's like, I'm also a person that prioritizes listening to my body. And when I know that I've been up all night with a baby, I need those extra 30, 45 minutes of sleep. Okay. So again, the, the mantras that people are feeding on social media and influencing us with, and the perspectives that we see in here, like those are wonderful inspirations, but just remember, like it is up to you as a leader to also lead yourself by knowing your strengths, your weaknesses, and your own boundaries. Absolutely. And The other piece to keep in mind is, and I think social media can be amazing and have great influence, but then sometimes it drives this feeling or this idea that you always have to be better. You always have to be doing more. And that is going to lead you into the cycle of burnout. Um, Sometimes more isn't better. Jordan, you guys can't see it, but Jordan literally is raising her hand because one of the things, again, in planning that we had a conversation about is that there is this version. She said, I try to read a book instead of watching, you know, my reality TV that I love. And I think that's amazing, right? Personal growth, you're feeding into yourself. And what I said to her actually is you do have to have balance. Like you can't always be saying, well, I should be reading this book, you know, like it's got to fill you and fuel you. And if it doesn't, that means you're probably pushing that boundary too far where it's become more about keeping up with society standards than it is about your own well-being. And so there are nights I told Jordan, I was like, there are nights you just need to watch your favorite TV shows and enjoy those. Yeah. And I also think too, if you peel this back again and look at the foundation of it, it's like, why are we doing these things? Am I doing these things to constantly be better? Because sometimes I find myself like reading my books, searching for those nuggets. How can I make better content? How can I be a better mom? When in reality, like I am reading so that I can just be my best, that I can just be my best. I don't have to constantly be on this journey of like better this, better that, like the foundations of leading yourself is to simply be the best you. And that doesn't always look like having to be on this trajectory to improve every second of the day, every day of the week. Absolutely. And I want to totally own as well. 
it's not going to look perfect. Yes. Do I know this is of really high value? Do I know that this is really important to do? Do you think I get up every morning and do my morning routine? No, I don't. There are mornings that sometimes I haphazardly don't do it. Like I get distracted or I just, you know, something gets in the way. There are other mornings that I I choose not to do it, you know, and that is okay. So it's all about that little bit of progress um, and it's cumulative. So the more you start to feed into yourself, not only is it cumulative in the sense that you're growing, you're getting better. It's also cumulative in the sense that you're going to get that momentum but it doesn't need to be perfect. And even though we're talking about all of these, I want you to hear like, we do not do these things every day and we're not going to give that perception that we do. Taylor's right. We don't do these things every single day of the week. And I think it's also important to note that like, you can still, I don't want to use the word win, but like just not getting up in the morning doesn't mean that the rest of your day has to be like, you know, I'm using air quotes. If you can't see me like a wash. So if you miss that one piece, that's okay. You can still get up and do the other things that make you your best self. Yeah. And this is actually being a leader is deciding that you can get back on track. So I, I had a morning where the fire alarm kept chirping for an hour and a half and I woke up really, really tired. Obviously it woke me up in a bad mood. My dog was so anxious. She kept kissing my face while I was trying to sleep through this chirping fire alarm, because of course I wasn't organized to have an extra battery. I mean, why would I have that? Right. Um, and I walked down to the front office to go get a battery from them. And luckily they had one. And then I was like, you know what? Char and I are going to go on a walk. And what I noticed during that walk is moving my body actually helped to shift my mood. But it was such an intentional thought process of, okay, I've kind of taken care of the problem. Now it's time to shift. And that is so important. And realizing you have the power to do that. A lot of times when we think we don't, we're just kind of in this stuck place and we're having thoughts that don't serve us. Like I hear this a lot, like, oh, my morning started off rough. It's going to be a bad day. It's like, why is it going to be a bad day? Your morning can start off rough and it still can be a good day. Both things can be true. So true. So why is this important? Well, first and foremost, you are worth it. Like you are worth doing the hard, you know, again, air quotes, hard things to feel good and to preserve yourself and to prioritize your mental, spiritual, and physical well-being. You are worth that. Absolutely. And sometimes we convince ourselves that like, we don't truly want something. It's like, well, no, I don't really want that. I want you to ask yourself, is this just self-preservation mode where you're trying to like protect yourself? You know, that if you put yourself out there and you're not able to follow through where it's like, no, 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 it's just, it feels safer just to say, I don't want this and not even to go for it. But knowing your worth is so much about being willing to, to take that risk for yourself. And if you're not spot on with it all the time, that that is okay. That doesn't define who you are as a person and you're growing and you're learning. So asking yourself, like, do I, am I saying I don't want this because I truly don't want this and it's aligned or am I trying to protect myself in some way from saying I am worth it and just getting a little uncomfortable and growing? And if you're not understanding this concept, a great example of this would be like, 
there was a long time where I was like, I'm not going to get up in the morning. I don't really care about working out right now. I'm just really trying to survive. You know, the baby's waking up. The reality of it is the baby was waking up one time a night and it was for 10 or 15 minutes. And the truth is, is that I just really didn't want to wake up early, but I really do care about my health, my physical health, my mental health. And I know that waking up early helps that. So that's kind of like an excuse that I was using, like a self-preservation. It's like, I don't really want that. So I'm just going to sleep till the last minute. Um, really identify like what truly is important to you and start making decisions based on that. Another reason this is important, y'all, is the simple principle of junk in, junk out. That applies to so many different areas of our life, but what you put into yourself is also what you give out to the people around you and the people you're making an impact to. And what Jordan's describing, I just want to kind of point this out, is what she described as she had this thought of, you know, like the baby's waking up a lot, right? And so what that ends up leading to, even though that really, she yeah. said it wasn't true, was you know, once a night, 10 to 15 minutes, she still actually was sleeping a good amount because we are not advocating that like, if you're not sleeping through the night, like, and then you need to be like, you need to be working out at 5 a.m. No, this is, you get to decide you're in the driver's seat and it's all about balance. But what was happening is she kept having this recurrent thought and that led her to not getting up in the morning, not prioritizing workouts. And then as a result, it started to shift how she was feeling, you know, and the energy level she had and all of that. And I point out that pattern because this is super important to remember. And we will absolutely dive into this on a future episode, but that thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are all highly interconnected. And so what you are thinking is ultimately often, not always, but pretty much actually pretty much always is it results in what you actually do. And so if you tell yourself that something is hard or you can't do it, you are so much less likely to do it. So making sure that you have these intentional thoughts to lead the right feelings, to lead the right behaviors in order to reach your goal and have impact. We are almost done with this episode, but we want to leave you with tangible steps to apply this. We are all about taking messy action, and we would encourage you to embrace that with us. Here's this week's takeaway. Okay, so we want you to identify the three things that are foundational for leading yourself every day. Taylor and I talked about kind of our non-negotiables, what makes us feel like our best self and have the most impact throughout the day. We want you to identify what those things are for you and not just identify them, but figure out where they're going to fit in your day. Absolutely. And one of the things is Jordan used the word non-negotiables, which I think is a great mindset to have. And you also need to make sure you're not slipping into that all or nothing thought pattern. Non-negotiables are saying, what are of really high value to you? What are you going to attempt to prioritize? But again, you don't need to be perfect in it in order to make progress. But sometimes the brain wants to trick us into thinking that we need to do it every single day in order to quote unquote, like have a morning routine. And that's just not true. If you can hit like four of your seven days of the week where you are doing a morning routine, like that is beautiful. That is a win and you need to celebrate that. So be aware of this all or nothing thinking or sometimes what is called systemic thinking that is trying to convince you that you either need to be on or off with it. There is this gray area that it's like, again, even if you did it one day in that week, that's progress compared to not doing it at all. 
Okay, y'all, that's all for today. Remember that the most important part of leadership is leading yourself first because you cannot lead other people impactfully without leading yourself. We cannot wait to see how you guys practice this throughout the week. And we will see you next time. Bye. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. We love when you share your imperfect but impactful progress with us on social media. We've linked our Instagram, leadher.everyday in the show notes so you can tag us. Make sure you don't miss the next episode. Hit subscribe to stay up to date. See you next time.